Between the Covers, a series designed around who and what can be done and achieved by patients, planning and working in a community of like-minded, successful people. This podcast series is for anyone looking at becoming a successful published author and those looking to understand the mind of a writer and the goals of a publisher. Proudly sponsored by Shoreline Publishing. Welcome and enjoy. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the podcast series, which takes you on a journey of an author. This is Between the Covers, and I'm Kelly Wilson. Today, I have the great pleasure of being joined by Annie Day, and we're going to talk about her debut novel, The Magic Eye. How are you today, Annie? Fine, thanks, Kelly. Well, congratulations on a mammoth achievement, publishing a book. It's not easy. No, no, I've, I really applaud you for that. Now, today we're having a look at your book, The Magic Eye, and I have, have had a look at your media kit and I can see um, it's in the genre of early reader and adventure, which is something a bit unusual. I'm glad we're unpacking that today. Mm-hmm. Would you uh, do us the honour of telling us a bit about your book? Well, it's about a couple of magic children, mm. some twins, and they're ten. And yeah. they've just they just get their magic powers the day they turn ten. And did they then, know they were going to get magic powers? I think they did. They had an idea, but oh my gosh. I don't kids. think they realized what was ahead of them. Yeah, wow. Kids will absolutely eat this alive. And tell us a bit about the journey of the twins. What their names are? Henry and Victoria, or Victoria <laughs> and Henry, whichever way you want to. Have it around. Say it. <laughs> and mm. what 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 do they get up to in the magic eye? Well, um, their mum and dad have lot have disappeared, oh. and um, they they want to find them. They're desperate to find them, and they're living with their auntie, okay. and she's kind of a very eccentric woman, and um, lots of fun. But every time they try and talk about it to her. She doesn't answer them. She changes the subject, talks about something ah, else. She so, knows something. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, on their on their 10th birthday, they get a message from their great uncle Jasper to um enter a portal. Oh wow. <laughs> yes. That's you always are, fun. Oh yeah. You're totally on the money with this, Annie. How on earth did you get inspired to create such a tale? Well, actually, I was in Italy and um, I was thinking about a story and just sitting down and running a few ideas. I mean, it's changed changed a lot since then. Yeah. But um, I was in Florence. I'd go there nearly every year except for oh. when COVID was on. I teach printmaking there. You do what, sorry? Teach printmaking. Etching. Oh, wow. So that's your other side of any day, is it? The printmaker. Yes. <laughs> yes. And um, so I'm off. I'm off there in the beginning of May, actually. So I'll miss the the, the launch. Um, oh, you'll have to I redo be, it. Yes, I won't be back until the end of June. That's okay. Yeah. 
it can wait. The glory can wait. <laughs> yes, yes, I think it can wait. Oh, yeah. well, they're not going to do it without you, Annie. No. You're the star. You're the writer. So obviously you've had um, a completely different career to to that of an author. Mm. When did you first decide you wanted to write? Well, it's probably um, I, I'm not exactly sure now. I think it's five years ago when I started on this story, it's changed quite a lot since then. Yeah, yeah, it does, and, doesn't it? Well, it wandered. It wandered a bit. And um, um, some of the some of the bits that I've cut out, I will bring back again, but in a different story because I've got a few ideas. <laughs> Annie, I'm hearing you've got the bug then. So this is not just a one-hit wonder, clearly. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's fabulous. I love it. Maybe you could, you know, launch every year in Australia and in Florence. Yes, I could do. There, there I actually know a few writers over there. Just um go for it. Why yeah. not? <laughs> yes. And um there's um it's called the American bookshop, but there's a bookshop that sells um books written in English. Yeah. There as well. I, I think you should. I really do. <laughs> so, you know, this is quite an unusual book, but you've tapped in very cleverly to what's a huge hit for children and adults alike at the moment, as in as in that fantasy and, um, you know, your imagination and that sort of thing. So I applaud yeah. you there. What, what can readers expect, do you think, when they're embarking on this book? Well, I think um, I think there's probably a few lessons to learn as well as the as well as just a story, you know, um, about um, just hanging in there and keeping on trying. Yeah, because they eventually do get their parents. I don't know if we ought to tell that though. <laughs> well, it's okay. We can cut that bit out. They <laughs> meet some fairly fairly nice and some fairly horrendous people. For all creatures, horrendous creatures. So actually it's fine that we said they do find their parents because it'll be adults listening to this, yes. possibly choosing to, to show um, their children. When you embarked on writing such a tale, I believe you got some help from your grandchildren? Well, um, they just, they listened to um, the, the first adventure they listened to and they really liked it. Yeah. They were both a little bit younger yeah. um, then, but they they really liked it. Yeah. So I thought, oh, well, that's that's something good. Exactly. Were, exactly. Yes. And you know what? Out of the mouth of babes, if you had those uh, children in, engaged there, you know, it's going to be a hit in schools. And, you know, as we were discussing earlier, I, I, I can put my educator hat on and, you know, that sort of thing is really needed in classrooms at the moment. And just like adults, children need uh, imagination, they need escapism and, um, you know, so good on you, Annie. <laughs> well, it's it's so much better than sitting down watching a, um, oh. something on TV or playing with iPads. Yep, absolutely, yeah. in in every way for your brain. So, and I yep. think a book like a, a written book is really good because then you you imagine how you things do. are. You, yes, there you are have a few to do that illustrations. Yourself. Yeah, just a few illustrations, but um, lovely. They don't kind of they're not forcing you to think a certain way. I've, I've seen um, somebody showed me um, a story that was like a comic book. Yeah. And I thought, oh, yeah, well, 
Mm. You can't imagine anything about no, it. No, no, no. This is, is forcing that level and I love that. How mm. did you go about um, creating authentic characters, you know, that are believable for kids but just enough? Um. I don't know, really. Because it's, it, it's not easy. No, it isn't. Well, you kind of, you have to imagine how they'd be. I mean, the two, the twins wouldn't be exactly the same. No. no. They never are. No, I mean, absolutely not. Yeah. I, I know from my two grandchildren, they're, they're chalk and cheese. <laughs> you know, you'd think with the same mum and dad, yeah. they'd have something in common. They are just so <laughs> different. Yet cleverly, they both enjoyed your book. So obviously, it's it's going to reach a wide enough audience. Um, yes, for you two, and there's now, a bit of an age difference. Yeah, exactly. So they poss- possibly both picked up very different things. You'll have to get them to review it for you, Annie. <laughs> yes, I'll do that. They're away on holidays at the moment, so yeah. When they're well, how bad. proud they're going to be bringing that into their schools. Yes, yes. Well, I think. What I um I planned to go and speak to the headmistress about it and see if I Fantastic. could do something there and give absolutely. some to the library and yeah whatever. oh yeah that's what we do they'll absolutely embrace it so well done so you know as well as developing your characters and and your story arc you've put in as you said a lot of uh, imaginary creatures in there w- will you. Had you always thought about writing in that way rather than? No, um, not really. Uh, this kind of evolved as it went on. Nice, nice. You know, yeah. um, so the first, I, I don't know if we want to give too much away, but the first no, thing was, be careful. you know, one of those lion skin rugs that people had. I mean, somebody's been out and shot a, a poor lion and turned it into a blooming rug, you know. Yeah. And it's just ghastly. It is. Why would you want that? Or a zebra? I agree. Uh, oh. Revolting, you know. I'm one of those people who hates even killing flies. Oh, I'm the same, exactly the same. I've got such a short life. I mean, anyway, all that aside. Live and let live, right? <laughs> yeah, but, but we do have some really horrible crocodilians and sea monsters and things in it that are very scary. Yeah, okay. Nasty. Yeah, yep. old kids will yep. love it. They love all that sort of stuff. And yeah, not too bad. No, just enough to engage them, right? Keep them interested. Yes, and there, there is a bit of um, a historical sort of nastiness as well with the oh. um, the two princes in the tower. Um, you know, their, their uncle Richard. Well, he disappeared them. He obviously killed them and had them buried somewhere, and nobody knows where. So <laughs> there's a lot they in this. Obviously, saved. yeah. <laughs> And what, what would you say, Annie, was your greatest challenge or challenges about writing The Magic Eye? Punctuation, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Never let that stop you, Annie. <laughs> no, no. My, well, my husband finally went through and, and did the punctuation. Look, honestly, <laughs> was... Don't worry. You're the creative one. That's your job to get the creation That's onto right. the computer yes. or the, the notebook, whatever you use. That's yes. someone else's job. You can't be everything. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> now, mm. I absolutely loved the front cover. It, the blueness and the brightness got me straight away. Did you yes. have you put into that, Annie? No, I didn't, and I, I didn't like it. I thought I could have done it better. I didn't understand what that thing was, that orangey, okay. thing, yellow thing. But anyway, my grandson said they loved the cover. 
Uh-huh. So, and the, they are clever with that, the um, designers. They, they yes, look at it from different eyes to us. Um, yes. I know what you mean. When I had my first book done, it wasn't what I had in my mind. But once the designers explained their process and their reasoning, they were absolutely spot on, things I hadn't thought of. So Yes, yes. No, I think it's very capturing for that age group. So, yeah, let it fly. (laughs) Yes, that's right. Yeah. (laughs) I did the illustrations that are in the book. They're just little black and white, tiny black and white. Yeah, perfect. Um, Yeah. Yeah. See, so kids have got just enough then to use their own imagination to create. I'm just up to one here, the treasure. So things like, I don't know if you can see that. Oh, no, I can. Oh, yeah, perfect. Yes. Just enough, just enough. I'm That's really doing cool. the final read through. Yeah, it's a long journey, isn't it? <laughs> yes, it really is. Next now, time, I, the punctuation will all be sorted early. <laughs> we say that, but you know, sometimes our creative minds just flow, and that it doesn't happen until yes. the end. I, I do Stephanie the same. Was I try fantastic. To- do you know Stephanie Huddleston? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, she was fantastic. She edited my last book and she's brilliant. Yeah. And so what sort of thing do you write? Uh, I write young adult fiction. Uh-huh. Yeah. And Must I, be um, hard. That's a hard I love age it. group. Yeah, yeah. It's but, you know, a lot of adults really enjoy it too. So yes. but at any age, uh, Annie, it's a challenge. So I'm actually wondering about your age group that you've written for because you have to be more mindful of it keeping a fast pace but not too difficult so yes. I really admire that you've you've done that so and now that you've got the writing bug do you get to write every day oh one thing or another yeah because I sort of maintain my sister and I've got we have um a website and um printmaking sisters and um, I, t- I keep that up to date. I do newsletters and things, so I do have to write yeah. a fair bit. Yeah. Now you've yeah. got the creative bug, though. You mentioned you've got another project in the in the pipeline. Oh, yes. Look, I've got a few stories and I just it's how I'm going to weave them together. I'm just getting oh, a bit yeah. of um, background stuff together at the moment. Yeah. Um, I, don't, I, I don't know whether to sort of tell you much about it, but... Um, when I was painting a mural in London a few years ago, yeah. um, I met um, Nancy Wake, the, oh. the white mouse. And um, so the the two, it might have been three weeks I was working on this. It was a ceiling mural. Oh, God, I'll never oh. do one of those again. Too hard. <laughs> I um, was in a hotel in London and, and she was living there. And wow. um, so every day lunchtime and and um just before dinner she'd be at the bar and I'd have a drink with her and the stories that she told me I mean they were just so astounding that I'm going to weave her into it because I can't imagine what a um I think she's probably the she was the bravest person in the world I think Talk about she was amazing really I don't I have to look that up now because I need to know (laughs) oh well she was called the white mouse Okay. They parachuted her into France, oh and she gosh. she um you have sort to of write about charge that. of of about seven thousand free French fighters. She made sure that they got. Um, she had a radio person, um, and with his help, she made sure that there were drops of um, ammunition and everything they needed to fight the Germans off. It was just incredible. 
Can you imagine what an incredible fictional tale based on, you know, so much fact that would be, though, for young people? Yes. Well, I'll just, I'll just have a little bit of that in. Just one of the things yeah. she told me. Yeah. She told me about um, throwing a, a grenade into this officer's quarters and taking the pin out and counting so many seconds. I can't remember what she said now, oh, but I'll find gosh. out. And then threw it in because you have to count because if it gets in there before so many seconds, they can throw it back out again. And so, you know, I mean, so I'm going to have some baddies, some real baddies in there with them. Well, you're a real author now. Look at your mind. It's gone crazy. Yes, it's gone crazy. (laughs) I love it. I love, love, love it. while, um, While I was there, I managed to paint her as well. She was um oh isn't she beautiful? Yeah, she was beautiful. She, she was in her nineties then, but oh. I think she's probably the most decorated um, Australian woman ever. Um, she got um, the French Légion d'Honneur. Um, she got uh, American um, medals. Wow. The British medals. I think finally we gave her some kind of recognition. Yeah. And her medals are in the um, War Museum in Canberra. But oh my she gosh. was just now I need to know. Memory. So that is that's a long time ago. She was yeah. ninety then. That's two thousand and three. Heavens, goodness, time flies. Well, time what an absolute blessing. So, so really, oh. you could accredit a little bit of your writing career to her because you know she she sparked something other than you know you obviously you're very creative with your art and your printing, but. Yes. Any day has got a new side. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now, Annie, so, I, so I just thought um, some somehow I'll weave Nancy in. I'm thinking about it. it at the moment, getting um, getting as much information without making it too boring for kids. It's got oh, to be, be boring yeah. right along there. Yeah, yeah, brilliant. Yes. Love I'm it. one of those people. If a book hasn't done something by page thirty, it's out. Oh, no, I'm, I'm I'm less tolerant than that. <laughs> yeah, page two. <laughs> yes, that's me probably. <laughs> yeah, straight in, boots and all. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> oh, Annie, look, it's been a pleasure talking about the magic eye. Now, before we go, I have a segment yep. called A Minute Inside Your Mind where, you know, Annie, we're trying to sell you as a, you know, a wonderful brand new um, author now. So it's great for people to get to know you a bit. Could are you uh, brave enough to embark on my little segment here? Mm-hmm. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> you can say pass if it's all too hard, but it's a bit of fun. Mm-hmm. All, all right. If you could live anywhere in the world, Annie, where would you live? Mm. Gosh, I wondered whether you'd say Florence. Actually, yeah. Sometimes I think about it, but it gets. Too hot in in the middle of summer and too cold in winter. Quite like Australia, actually. Yeah, I I, I hear you there. And are you an ocean person or a bush person? I like being near the coast. I don't Mm. particularly like going swimming, but Mm. I do like to be near the coast. Yeah, yeah. And what's your most creative time of day, would you say? Oh, I really don't know because I think it can be any time of day. You know, <laughs> if you're painting, you just get up in the morning and go for it. <laughs> I hear. What is your biggest achievement, do you think, Annie? 
probably raising my daughter. She's a really nice person. I bet she is. Because so are you. <laughs> well, what, she she really is. Oh, what was your favourite book as a kid? Um, oh, it would have been an Enid Blyton probably. Oh, weren't they magic? You know, the famous Bible. Oh, absolutely. Those, yeah. Yes. Yes. And what's your favourite type of music? Um, classical music. Uh, and mm-hmm. last but definitely not least, why, Annie, do you think every family or every person should race out and grab themselves a copy of The Magic Eye? Oh, just it's a bit of fun and a bit of adventure. Everybody likes adventure and fun. And- Absolutely. And our world needs it, right? Yeah, you bet. Annie Day, congratulations. And listeners, I encourage you to get out there as soon as you can and order or pre-order your copy of The Magic Eye. It's available online and at all good bookstores and libraries right around Australia. And dare I say very soon, Florence. Yes, Annie? Yes, hope so. I'll go and talk to them when I'm there. Absolutely. Mm. Annie, thank you so much for your time. It was an absolute delight talking to you. Thanks, Kelly. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Between the Covers, produced by Shoreline Publishing.